0: Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. The CFL and XFL about to announce entering formal
1: talks to explore opportunities. Yes, this is big news. How about that? Hey, CFL, don't get on your knees for these guys. You still have the 100-plus year brand. Like, I would say, hey, Rock, maybe you should change your name. We'll change ours to the Continental Football League, but you need to change yours to the Continental Football League, and it's still the CFL.
0: This is the Rod Peterson Show.
1: It's what we call the second-half kickoff, and we are live, and we're jumping right into our two. On the way, Brian Burke of the Pittsburgh Penguins. I better figure out what his title is by then. Is he vice president? He's the president. Assistant vice president? President of hockey operations. Okay. Uh, And I don't mean that to be disrespectful. I'm just, what's Hexie doing? He's the general manager, right? Maybe we'll get Berkey to sort that all out. But we're diving right into the pool and we're proving again why we are the golden corral of sports talk. It's a little something for everybody. Just fill your plate with a little bit of everything that we talk about here. Had a long talk with Andrew Hustler Patterson yesterday from Winnipeg Sports Talk. They are Winnipeg hyper-focused. A lot of bombers and jets. We're covering it all for you. And we love how we work together, particularly how the sports fans of Winnipeg are being served. But I'm going to open with curling. You guys can put up the Verge Agriculture logo when that when you take that down. It, no, no rush. The Kevin Cooey and John Morris role reversal is paying dividends for their team at the Briar. Cooey played third for Morris when the latter skipped a team from 2000 to, uh, 2003 to 2006. They reunited this season with Morris throwing second stones for Cooey. Morris feel, fills a vice role, however, plotting strategy with Cooey and holding the broom for skip rocks. Cooey's Wild card 2 raced into the championship round at the Tim Hortons Briar Wednesday with their sixth straight win, plowing Saskatchewan 9-2. Cooey, Morris, BJ Newfeld, and lead Ben Hebert out of Calgary's Glencoe Club topped Pool B at six and one. They were the only unbeaten team left until a 9-3 loss to Ontario's John Epping in the evening draw. Since Cooey and Morris went their separate ways to curl with other teams a decade and a half ago, Morris won Olympic gold medals in both men's curling and mixed doubles, while Cooey claimed four national men's championships and a pair of world titles. Long story short, Darren, it's working. Uh, Yeah, they're good. So in draw 16 today, they're still going. They're playing 10. BC's Stephen Laycock, Saskatchewan boy, leading Manit- uh, Manitoba's Gunlesson, 6-4. Make the final. Wild card one, McEwen, over Northwest Territories Skag, 12-3. In the Alberta-Yukon game, make the final. 11-2, Alberta. And in the Northern Ontario, that's Jacobs versus wild card three, Howard game. They're still playing the ninth. And uh, Team Howard leads 7-5. That is with Wayne Maddaw, right? So there is your curling report. You're welcome. For Verge Agriculture, helping farmers plan and optimize their operations across every field, visit vergeag.com to learn more today. A lot of WHL talk here today. Listen, I don't care. I would have done this as a poll question if this was just a Regina or a Southern Saskatchewan show. Would the Brand Center be filled For tomorrow night's home opener, Connor Bedard, the WHL's first ever exceptional player. I'm getting blowback here from Pats fans saying, damn right it would be filled. I'll say, damn right, no it wouldn't. Because it would have been September and it would have been the start of the season and they're not thinking about hockey around here. We're in the middle of harvest, that's my thing. But we were talking about the Seattle Thunderbirds and the Rock and Roll Arena, downtown Seattle. My God, if you got out of there alive, it was a win. And... Anyways, I was saying, you can play it. Start it as I talk. Doesn't sound as good that way. There you go. Every single light in the rink goes off, and a spotlight goes on the tunnel, and out they come. Clark's saying, shut it off, or we're going to get shut off the air. Are you deaf? There we go. (laughs) Gave it the. It was very good. And everybody got on their feet, and. That's the WHL that I fell in love with, and the last I knew, and it's been a while since I've been in Kent, Washington, but they're still doing it. Uh, Brian Burke coming up. Alan Miller, another Alan Miller than the GM of the Moose Jaw Warriors, has two questions for Brian Burke. And there's, he's got one. If you can name one person from Sportsnet's panel, who did you like working with the best? Okay, what else? Oh, so Smitty, our director of scouting, Craig Smith, is watching the show. Football guy, but a huge hockey fan. He says the key arena. No, 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 no. They played in two different arenas. The key arena was the big arena, and the rock and roll arena was the small arena. See, I thought Seattle Center Arena. I thought
2: the same thing. I'm like, oh, you're talking about the key arena. I'm sorry. Until you said, no, no, until you said square, chicken wire, the whole day, I'm like, wait, that can't be the key arena. If it's was the and rock World
1: and roll arena. arena, Seattle Center Arena. Yeah. So it was, it was good days. Jay writing on Twitter, just saw a clip of your chat with Rod Peterson Show to Devin Haru, and I think I'm with you. The XFL-CFL conversation is a little sour. Guess we'll see how it evolves. Here's the news today, according to me. TSN will tell you the news the CFL wants you to hear. The Rod Peterson Show on Game Plus will tell you the news you need to hear. And this was from my inside source today, that this is not a potential collaboration between the Canadian football league and the XFL. This is a collaboration between the Canadian football league and the rock. This is major league semantics. Darren, you're a better business guy than me. Although I do own a few businesses and I have an idea how this works. It's not the CFL and the XFL. It's the CFL and red bird capital, which is the rocks company with his ex wife. And I'll bring you in in a moment, but they don't want to merge leagues. This is what I'm told. They want to just use the Rocks, contacts, marketing, brand machine, sponsorship capabilities, but they want to keep the CFL exactly the way it is. I think the term what was said to me was, nothing will change with the CFL. And unfortunately for me, I believe this to the core of my being, then nothing will change with the Canadian Football League. Okay? So they want to pick the Rocks pocket, Use him for their own gain in Canada. It won't work. That's my take. It won't work. And I did say to them, What's the rocket out of this? And they said, Oh, he's doing it for free. <clears throat> Over to you, dupes.
2: <laughs> I don't. Uh, it's such a losing strategy, right? And, and how many times do we see that even in our own lives where it's like, you know, Here's what I want. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. What can you do for me? What can you do for me? Right? Yeah. And it's such a losing strategy. And it's not how you build relationships and build partnerships. You know? What can I do for you? How can we help each other? And if that's the CFL's mandate is, ooh, I think the Rock can do all this for us. What are you doing for him? Always has been. And it's such a losing mentality and a losing strategy that you know. The problem is we know that's probably what they're thinking. But that's not what's happening. It can't be.
1: Chris uh, in Toronto says that the CFL thinks they're going to use the Rock's resources. They have another thing coming. That's the plan. It, it, once I got this phone call this morning, everything kind of came together. I was, my commentary today on Cat Country is why would you collaborate at all if you're not going to merge? Think about that for a second. Why would you collaborate at all? What would be the point? And I still say that that's the case. We're just going to use the brand of The Rock because he's a CFL alum. And he loves the leak. He's going to do this for nothing. Nothing's free. But good luck. Uh, the Curling Zone's watching. They say, great curling report, guys. See what I said? Golden Corral of sports talk. Right here. Chicken or beef? From Armando Moreno. He says, if that's the case, why then is the XFL's 2022 season on hold? I didn't see that report. Unless that came out new yesterday from The Rock? Wait, they mothballed for 2021. Yeah, but somebody somebody said they're say, planning for 2022. And I think
2: that came out yesterday. I did think that came out from The Rock or from Danny Garcia, that they're, gonna, they're just on pause right now. Well, to me, I read that as, yeah, we're on pause because we're now going down this route with the CFL. And once we figure out what that is, then we'll kind of make our plan for for 2022. So there's way more to this than what the CFL is saying, and there's way more to this than what we're hearing. But, you know, it's exciting. It's exciting that you said yesterday, and it's it's stuck with me to this day, the CFL is cool again. And, you know, just simply The Rock putting it on his Instagram with a picture of him in the CFL using the Canadian flag emoji, Canada's cool because of it. You know, it's... Right. I think it's just infinitely really, really uh, exciting, and and we should all be really, really excited.
1: Uh, Where's that comment from Ryan McCarthy? Here it is. He says, will the new arena for the Kraken be called the Rock and Roll Part 2 Arena? I'll see myself up. (laughs) Well done. That's Ryan watching in Albany, New York. Well done. Well... Lawless says uh, this, that it's a, it's a, it will end up in a merger. That's exactly what I'm saying. I don't want to fight with you people. Go back and watch the Gary Lawless interview from last hour if you have an opportunity where he said he says it's sad that it's come to this. CFL isn't even talking to the XFL if they didn't have to. That's a thing. John in Edmonton says, lots of Regina Pats fans are upset that they can't watch the game except for on CHL TV. Yes, I know. That would just came down this morning. There's been these thousands of app downloads for access for the, our broadcast, Darren and mine, which begins tomorrow night, Friday night, 8 p.m. Central. Regina Pats, Prince Albert Raiders. And now, the, now access has been forced to block those games because of the Western Hockey League Live app. And so... Those fans are upset because they would like our broadcast. It's going to be the local broadcast. But 10 years ago, I'd have had a lot more fight me on this. Now I'm just happy to broadcast to the TV subscribers. And if you're that upset, go get access as your cable provider and you won't have to worry about it. Fair? Fair. The poll question today is, and by the way, we're going to be breaking early to go away to Brian Burke. So here in this second-half kickoff, hang with me. We're going to be breaking early. Which CFL rule is your hill to die on? If they were going to merge leagues and amalgamate rules, what's the one you won't give up? 59% of people saying three downs. That's runaway on Twitter and on Facebook, 58%. Runaway. Three downs. Can't get rid of the three downs. Next up is the field size, then the rouge, and then other. But mine is the rouge, which which is funny because a lot of Canadian football fans hate rewarding failure. So what? It's the rules, dude. Yeah. With the missed field goal, the punt single is another thing. Darren brought up the point that maybe the XFL adopts the CFL rules. Why is that? Why would that be a problem?
2: Their rules aren't set in stone. They're not, you know, synonymous with the XFL. The XFL, XFL is synonymous with alternative football that's what the cfl is too right it's a little different unique and you you bring that over and all the history and everything else and to me if i'm if i'm the rock i see kind of white label business here already packaged together i can bring that in the
1: rock is licking his chops let's all the get real about it
2: all the teams have chance to make money and i can take this bring in history and turn it into a business that he owns and put his name behind it. I think it's, that's what he sees. He's going
1: to do it out of the goodness of his heart. Yeah. When the Calgary Stampeders cut his ass. Goodness of their heart. Out of the goodness of, hey, The Rock, we're going to cut you, but this is going to be the best thing for you. Okay. It's not, it's not you. Pack your stuff. Give us your playbook. It's not you. It's us. Oh yeah. Now he's going to come back around. (laughs) good on you if you believe it it's such bs from right (laughs) from this will be better for you (laughs) i could just see randy Ambrosi walking out of the meeting downtown toronto getting like five blocks going for his wallet (laughs) damn i've been had i could just see it yeah oh boy Uh, John Kirby, uh, sorry, Craig Smith, our director of scouting says, we have to, we have to straighten this out. He says, I'm confused. Your broadcast Friday is on access TV. This is where it gets confusing. It's why it took me a month to figure out the NHL center ice rules. Yes. We're broadcasting it on television. If you have access as your cable partner, which into hundreds of thousands do, you'll have our broadcast, but not on the app, which was launched this week because the WHL has shut it down. Because everybody was downloading the Access app. They weren't downloading the WHL app where they get the money from for the subscription. So if you have Access as your cable, you'll get the game with us, and it's fine. If you don't, and you want to stream the games, you got to go through the Western Hockey League. Is that fair? That's fair. Are we get a break and bring in Berkey? Or should I keep going? <laughs> so from Jeff in Winnipeg, for the best of everyone, we're cutting you. 25 years later, the Rock's going to go, oh, CFL, I'm going to do you a favor. You left me destitute with seven bucks in my frickin' pocket and not even a plane ticket home. But you know what? I've thought about it 25 years later, and I'm going to come rescue you. You didn't give two squirts of sweat for me back in 1995, but you know what? It's all over. I've only become the biggest global marketing brand in the world. I'm gonna help you all for nothing. And I got I got that way by doing things for nothing.
2: Business one on one for dummies.
1: <laughs> Give it away. Yeah. That's a George Strait song. Give it away. <laughs> Alan Miller on Facebook. Hey, the rock can sell anything, even tequila. What is all his brands?
2: Yeah, he's got it. The tequila company is new. Uh, and maybe this will mean he'll, he'll we'll be able to get it in Canada. He's got a new energy drink now. They're and telling us uh, that.
1: Sorry, I'm sorry. No, no.
2: And he's got a bunch Burke of brothers. is ready.
1: He's joining us next from Steel Town. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. Also live daily on YouTube and Facebook. And 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live.
0: Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
1: Support for The Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Dupes, have I told you about Manscaped? (laughs) You've started to. I've had it for a week. Let me tell you, we've been doing it wrong. We have. Yeah, ask me why. Yeah, why? Because <laughs> I don't know where to start. I used to have to use two razors. Did I tell you that? I was doing an acrobatic act over the toilet and the sink. I had a big hair trimmer. I had a face shaver. None of those were made for below-the-waist grooming. That's a safety hazard. <sighs> don't tell anybody, but I don't have to worry about it anymore because the Lawn Mower 3.0 is specifically designed for men's below-the-waist grooming. And... Your introductory package comes with a pair of boxer briefs, which I gave to you. Yes, not worn, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) No, I pulled them out of the package. When you order yours, you'll get a pair of underwear. This was a large, didn't fit me, so I gave them to you. You're welcome. Thank you. And it also comes with anti-chafing lotion. Where has this been all our lives? I know. So I used to get those Nicky things. You must have too. (laughs) nick yourself and you're bleeding. Doesn't happen. Because the Lawnmower 3.0 comes with a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Man, manscape calls them. So, what more do you want to know? When you when you use the Lawnmower 3.0, you use the anti-shaving cream. You leave the house feeling like you've just left a spa. The chafing—that's the worst, right? Rubbing between the legs. Anti-chafing lotion, 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FANSIDED20.
0: Oh yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Just a quick
1: text message here on the Prairie Mobile text line from Jer about this Canadian Football League XFL merger. He says, hey, Mr. Peterson, highly suspect there will be resistance from a few CFL franchises. Some of the CFL not going to give up their cash cow. Well, we're at the start of this. We'll see where it goes. We're going to Steel Town now. President of Hockey Operations of the Penguins, Brian Burke, joins us today. Good afternoon, Burkey. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, Rod. How are you? Good. Good to see you again. Looking forward to you coming to Regina for the U of R event. And you know what? A lot of viewers have questions for you, Brian, but I got a few out of the gate. I've seen you at the U of R dinner, seen you at the Estevan Bruins dinner, seen you at all these dinners. Are there as many across the country or is this like a Saskatchewan thing? Because as you know, these are like our biggest fundraisers. Do you do them all over the place?
3: yeah pretty well it's it's Saskatchewan's just so much fun to visit the people are so great so i try to do everyone i get asked to do there but uh no i've done them from the maritimes uh to vancouver so yeah there there are a lot of them but it's an important part of the job i think in the nhl we have to give back uh, and it's been a central theme of mine every to every place i've worked every every day of my life so to me it's important i'm looking forward to it i, I would much prefer to come in in person maybe next year
1: Oh I, well, I know how it was all coming. We'd love to have you. We'd love when you come. Kevin BX is speaking with you this year. so there's that, and I'll get to more on that. but um, how's it being a Pittsburgh penguin, by the way, you've got made yourself comfortable now? How is it?
3: Let's see. I got my, I got my warm-up check on other there side Yeah, the logo. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't got the hang of these video calls that you'd think I would after a year, but uh, I, am I looking at the camera right now? I think I am.
1: You're perfect. You're okay, perfect. Good.
3: So I, I want to watch you while you're talking, and then I, I'm not looking at the camera. So I'm looking at the camera. Uh, it's wonderful. A great ownership group here, Ron Burkle and Mario Lemieux. Uh, the facilities are as good as any in the league. I think the best. The arena and the practice arena. Uh, fan base is fantastic. Uh, successful franchise. It's a lot like Green Bay to me in in the NFL. You know, like a successful franchise. Solid, crazy local support great fans in the, in the best sports town in America. So I look at all those things, get a chance to work with some great players too. get a chance to chance to work with Hexie and our CEO, David Morehouse is widely regarded as one of the best executives in pro sports. So this all checked all the boxes for me. I was pretty well determined that I was out.
1: Yeah, I know. I know we got a lot of mutual friends and so there are some great questions coming in, but Rich Sutter said to me on the day that you guys were hired, he's like, Hexie and Berkey going to Pittsburgh, two former Flyers. And I'd mentioned that on the air, and somebody said, Berkey was never a Flyer. Yes, he was. Can you talk about that? You signed in the 70s, Maine Merit. Do you consider yourself a – if Rich Sutter considers you a Flyer, you're a Flyer.
3: Well, people – a lot of people don't understand when you're an American Hockey League player, you're under contract to an NHL team. In most cases, there are AHL contracts as well but I did not sign with the main Mariners. I signed with the Philadelphia Flyers. I consider myself a former Flyer, but we hate the Flyers here in Pittsburgh. <laughs> so now I'm a, I'm a penguin.
1: Yeah. But that was, that was Sutter's point. Obviously he's like, how about the iron yeah. of Hexie and Berkey going to well, Pittsburgh?
3: And if you go back and I know, you know this, Rod, you might not know the exact figures, but the team I played for the main Mariners, we were Calder cup champions, but the more important thing is like, eight or nine of us went on to management, coaching, or scouting careers. Like the late, great Keith Allen, who's the gym who signed me, Mr. Allen, uh, he knew how to identify character people. So Al Hill was on that team, scouted for years for the Flyers. John Paddock was on that team, as people know. Uh, uh, NHL coach, longtime CHL coach, great guy. Uh, both goaltenders on that team, Rick St. Croix and Pete Peters went on to be goalie coaches in the NHL. Terry Murray was on that team, coaching the NHL forever. Like they identified a lot of key. Dennis Patterson scouted for the Flyers for 25 years, I think. So they identified character people. And the thing I'm proudest of from that part of the, the Flyers organization is how many people Mr. Allen identified that went on to careers in the game. That's pretty impressive off one AHL team.
1: And let's not forget the great Drew Callender who's never taken off that Maine Mariners ring. And he used to wear it across the bus from me with the Pats forever. And he's still working for the Regina Pats. And I know you guys speak often. So are you good to take some uh, viewer questions or do you want to say something about the captain? I call him the captain, Drew
3: Callender. Well, his nickname on the team was Joe because we had a French Canadian kid from Sudbury named Guy Delpart who could not say Drew so he started calling him joe so everybody started calling him joe so joe scored 40 goals on that team he scored the only goal in the game we beat a team from russia which was quite a thing uh great guy that famous bloody picture of me you can find online actually joe did that we were we we're playing a game uh messing around after practice in halifax and drew got me right in the head with a stick cut my uh my eyebrow wide open and that famous picture that that, that goes around with me is uh from drew calendar and they went on to a great career with the Regina police force. And then of course has gone on and been a, a valuable addition to the, the Pats. So he's a great guy. Yeah. I do keep in touch with Joe.
1: Saved my life one night in Spokane. I might've been out of line Berkey. I can uh, thank Joe <laughs> for that. Anyways, from Jeremy Knight, he says he's watching in Toronto from the Jays care foundation. He says uh, Pittsburgh can become the first team in NHL history with an all American coaching staff to win a Stanley cup. After all he's done to grow hockey in the States, would this be extra special for Brian?
3: Well, uh, there's only, a, this is really, I, I, I sat down and thought about this when Pittsburgh offered me the job. I thought I was out. And then I started checking the boxes. And when you, talk, when you sit around with a bunch of GMs and you talk about dream jobs, Pittsburgh's one that comes up. So I always wanted to win more than one cup. I'd like to do it here. Um, we've got some work to do. We know that, but uh, it is you know working in Canada is special because the game is so loved up there. And, and I, every chance I got, I worked in Canada. But Pittsburgh is special too, and I'm I'm thrilled. Like I, I'm still pinching myself. I texted someone right before I came on saying I feel like a kid who just got let into the candy store again. No,
1: I know. But Brian, you, you've I watched you every day on Sportsnet and heard Drew's stories, talked to Sutter. Let's just say it. They said Berkey was out because he was only going to work for the team where he wanted to go to work for the boss every day. It's Mario. Have I read that yes. wrong? Is, is, that's what's got you so no. excited about this.
3: It's all of them. Ron Burkle's the other owner who's terrific. Uh, Mario, we've got some limited partners. I just met a couple of them yesterday on a Zoom call. Um, they're, they're fantastic. So, And then so you go, okay, what do you need to succeed as a hockey executive? You need good ownership check you need a ceo who gets it david morehouse check you need the facilities to win check you need some good players to build around check you need a a, an avid rabid sports base season ticket order we've sold out hundreds of games here consecutively check so to me i really can't imagine i did get one other opportunity two years ago and i said no so this checked all the boxes but yeah mario is it cool you work for mario and work with mario yeah it's pretty cool He looks like he could still play. (laughs) Of
1: course he does. Of course he does. But it just, when you went there, wasn't a shock to me. I'm like, oh, yeah, after everything that I've heard, I know what you've been through with other teams, why you wouldn't want to go back to it, but now you got the dream thing. Uh, Nelson, and thanks for the answer, by the way. Nelson in Vegas, or he's a Golden Knights fan. He writes that, he says, is the plan to enter rebuild mode for the Pens or to squeeze a few more seasons out of the core talent you have?
3: Well, Jimmy Rutherford won two Cups here in the last five years. I mean, since 1967, uh, we're tied with the Edmonton Oilers for the most Cups since 1967, five. So, you know, to to me, they're used to a certain standard here in Pittsburgh. And we've got star players. Uh, Jimmy won uh, two Cups, as I mentioned. Now the team's a little older. And we've squandered, not squandered, that's a really unfair word. We've spent a lot of assets to be this competitive and get to where we were. So right now we don't have a lot of picks. We've got to rebuild the prospect base and the picks, but we're still gonna try to add if we can up the deadline, if we can move some things around, we're gonna see how far this group can get. Because the one underestimated thing that we're starting to see is the goaltending. The goaltending has been terrific since we got here. Like not just good, Tristan Jari has been excellent and Casey DeSmith has played only a few games, but he's played well. So uh, we're going to see what we can get out of this group and if we can add to this group at the deadline, uh, and then we'll leave, deal with the future afterwards.
1: I would be crucified if I didn't ask you this while I have you on. I've been on a couple New York shows in the last week, and they've brought up Sydney Crosby's trade availability. You just mentioned restocking picks. You could do that in a trade. Is there any chance that Sydney doesn't finish his career in Pittsburgh?
3: not not a chance not unless he doesn't want to not a chance like i haven't talked to Hexy about it because we would never talk about that <laughs> in other words i'm astounded at the question i haven't even said to Hexy, should we talk about moving sid it would be unthinkable so no unless that would only change if the player changed his mind but no it, it's a i've had five hall of famers in my career i've been blessed that way i had mark messi i had pavel burry you know you keep going on the list uh i had i had five and I never had a player as good as Sidney Crosby. And that includes, you know, I had Chris Pronger. You know, I had Scott Niedermeyer. So I I get to five. That's just four. Messier, Bure, Niedermeyer, oh, Temu, And Temu still So I've had five. I've never had a player as good as Sidney Crosby. So I'm in awe of this guy. And my personal interactions with him over the years, ever since we lost the lottery, every time I saw Sid before I got here, I'd go like this. I'd say, this close, Sid. (laughs) You're this close to being a duck. To being a duck.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I say about Matthews. This close to being an Arizona Coyote and maybe saving hockey in the desert if the Coyotes had got the number one pick for uh, Austin Matthews. You know, I could talk hockey with you all day, Berkey, but there are a few broadcasting questions here. And sorry for asking you about Sid. I'm just saying it came up, so I wanted to go to the source while I have you. You understand. What did you like about the Sportsnet job?
3: Well, I liked the people I worked for and I like the people I work with. And if you can say that about your job, you've probably got a pretty good job. So the, the bosses that hired me and directed me and you know, told me what, to, what, to, what I could do and couldn't do, asked me this work games, gave me my schedule, all the people that managed me from above were people I respected and liked. And I loved the crew that was, that was working the games and in studio with me. So it was a dream job, and I really enjoyed it. I just had agreed to an extension to stay. Like I was planning on staying, but like I said, this, I just couldn't turn this down. So, you know, from my perspective, uh, it was great. I enjoyed it. I worked very hard at it to get better at it. And I think I did. Uh, but they were fantastic and they were great about letting me leave. They they could have said no, they could have said, no, you're under contract. And they didn't. So it was wonderful working there and wonderful had a very friendly parting. you saw the last show on yeah. hockey night. It's a nice tribute and people did a nice job, but, uh, I was just texting with a couple of
1: the guys uh, this morning just saying how I missed the group. Yeah, well, I, you won't be replaced. You won't. But uh, you did a lot in four years, that's for sure. Hey, somebody was asking about Calgary. You spent good time there. I'm not sure the exact wording of it. Your thoughts on the Calgary... Here it is. What does Brian think of the Flames finally getting the financing for an arena to replace the Saddle Dome? That was right in your wheelhouse there. How do you feel about where this has gone and where it's going?
3: Well, I don't think they've allocated enough money. That's my first reaction to it, is that it's going to cost more than the initial allocation, but I think the city is prepared to fund their part as do. Uh, But any talk of that arena, the credit should go to the late great Ken King. The fact that there's a new building in Calgary has moved on, that's Ken King, and they're going to have some naming rights deal for it, but I hope they name some portion of the arena after Ken because he was the driving force that got this building the building done, and it's underway. They're going through the permitting and all the different processes you have to do before you actually start building, but it's long overdue. That The Saddle Dome was a great building, but it's an archaic building now.
1: Yes. Ken King, great man. Berkey, we've kept you past your time. Uh, I appreciate this. We will see you on Tuesday, March 23rd. Anything else you want to add before we let you go?
3: Yeah, I asked Kevin Viexa what he gave me for Christmas since he made fun of the gift I gave him.
1: Will do. Gotcha.
3: All right. Thanks, he, didn't give me, he didn't give me a bloody thing, that's what. <laughs> Thanks. Spoiler surprise. Thank you, Berkey. Have a great day. Okay.
1: Thanks, guys. Always good seeing him. Brian Burke of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And by the way, the University of Regina President's Breakfast for Athletics is on Tuesday, March 23rd. It's virtually this year at uh, 10 a.m. The speakers are Brian Burke. Kevin B. said, that's why Berkey brought him up, and he will be on the show here on Monday. And Mark McMorris, Mr. Everything. The Wayne Gretzky of snowboarding, right? Oh, yeah. I'm not wrong in saying that. No. Uh, And on the rebuild thing. Yes, you regina.ca to purchase your tickets. They're available right now. The
2: Penguins did it with Mario. Mm -hmm. They let him finish the career in Pittsburgh and transitioned into Sid and... They won cups and it was all good. So, no reason to think they won't do that with Sydney.
1: I want to say it again. Google University of Regina Brian Burke. Boom. It'll take you right to the page where you can purchase your tickets right there. So, yeah, we got a lot covered there. Oh, yeah. See, Burkey's a great guy, not as truculent as you think. Sports update coming up and Sports on Tap for the tap. You're watching the RP shoe on Game Plus TV. YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live.
0: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Laid back and kicking it, let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod.
1: Welcome back, everybody. It is your Thursday get-together. The Golden Corral of Sports Talk. A little bit for everybody. The uh, Hey, I got a, a tweet here right. from Chris Jones. One minute ago from Chris Jones. Resume is in. Should I read it like Chris Jones? I have officially applied for the head football coaching position at my alma mater, South Pittsburgh High Pirates. In my mind, I've spent 30 years preparing for this opportunity. That's not bad. That's not bad. If I'm fortunate enough to be chosen, we will hit the ground running. Hashtag go pirates. It's the same thing he put on Facebook on Monday, but he just tweeted it now. Yeah. I think coaches should use social media far, far more than they do. Why not? And players too, for that matter. The uh, sports update here, the National Lacrosse League, the largest and most successful professional lacrosse property in the world today, announced that the NLL Board of Governors has officially approved the start of the 2021-22 season for the weekend of December 3rd and 4th. The schedule will call for 18 regular season games followed by playoffs and a championship series. The Winnipeg Jets will try for back-to-back wins over the Toronto Maple Leafs when they meet tonight at Scotiabank Arena. Winnipeg beat Toronto 4-3 on Tuesday, the Leafs' third loss in a row. Daryl Sutter returns to the Calgary bench tonight as he coaches the Flames for the first time since he was hired last week to replace a fired Jeff Ward Sutter will make his first appearance at home against the Montreal Canadiens, who beat the Vancouver Canucks 5-1 last night. Ontario's sport minister is optimistic the Ontario Hockey League will get approval to stage a 2021 season during the COVID-19 pandemic. Lisa McLeod says she's feeling great about the OHL's chances of playing games The OHL is the only one of Canada's three major junior leagues not to begin a 2021 season. The OHL will have to figure out what to do with its three American teams, the Saginaw Spirit, Flint Firebirds, and Erie Otters, with border restrictions coming into play. The WHL's five American teams have played, or are playing exclusively against each other. The Toronto Raptors begin the second half of their season tonight at their home in Tampa. Against the Atlanta Hawks, Toronto will still be missing five players due to the NBA's health and safety protocols, but head coach Nick Nurse will be back on the bench. This sports update for Dubnetwork.ca, your number one source for Western Hockey League. Breaking news and analysis with the best team of writers across Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest. Visit today, Dubnetwork.ca. And for Ben Cahoon's G2G protein bars, now with eight amazing flavors, including the new almond mocha, RP show viewers get twenty uh, percent off with the RP with the promo code RP show. Order yours now at G2Gbars.ca. I'm fumbling for my phone here because as I look at sports on tap for the tap brew house and drive-through liquor store, we have partial scores. Dupes. Yeah. All right. Where's the Blue Jays? They have a five nothing lead after two. Over the Detroit Tigers in Dunedin. George Springer has homered for the first time as a Toronto Blue Jay. So we can't wait until for tonight's games because some are on the underway right now. Right. George Springer has homered. Clark said to me, or was it you said, I thought he was hurt. That's what I said, yeah. They kept him out yesterday with a mild abdominal sprain. Just precaution, they say. For the other leagues, what is there, 4-8? games in the National Hockey League tonight. I just mentioned a few of them. Leafs, Jets, Habs, Canadians. Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights, are off. I really like those mass mutual East Division games. Rangers at Bruins. And boy, do things change fast. Mm -hmm. Our friend Zig Fracassi from NFL Radio, he was tweeting the other day, if the Bruins Missed the playoffs. They can look back at this blown series against Washington. This was the other day. And I'm like, wait a minute. We're talking about the Boston Bruins missing the playoffs? We had the Islanders in the bottom five a couple weeks ago. Now they're leading the division. That's right. Which reminds me, it's Thursday, and we didn't do our top five, bottom five today. Had other things going on. We'll push it to tomorrow? Yeah. That can work. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mentioned the... Hawks and Raptors tonight in Tampa. So that's what's going on with Sports on Tap. A lot more hockey action, but Friday night, the Western Hockey League gets going with a doubleheader and will be calling the game at 8 p.m. on Access Television. The Tap Brewhouse and Liquor Store is now open for dine-in or pickup. The Liquor Store drive through is open, plus you may also shop inside. Please follow social distancing guidelines and help everyone stay safe. Chad Isaac writing in one of our viewers. He says, the Blue Jays are live on Facebook right now, but no sound. Any chance it's a you problem, Chad? Not a them problem? You might be right. Clark says it's a them problem. 2021 and the Blue Jays can't get the sound to work on their Facebook feed. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Can't. Oh, Clark says they're purposely not putting sound on it. You wouldn't want to run it on the radio. What a time to be alive. How are you doing? Coffee's empty. <laughs> so You want to go get more? Yeah. I have That's about how. eight million things running through my brain right now. And with all due respect, my wife might want to shut this off. We ordered new uh, bedroom furniture. Did I tell you that? It's the last thing yeah. of our reno. Yeah. A very expensive reno. And they were to deliver it on Saturday, and then she said, Monday, I'm thinking about this Pat's broadcast Friday night, yeah. dealing with these alleged abuse victims of Bernie Lynch. I'm thinking about emceeing the fundraiser for the Recovery Center, possibilities. I'm thinking about hosting the Access show today as soon as we're done here, taping that. Right. I'm thinking about the WHL Live app. This morning she says to me, so do you think we should have the furniture delivered on Friday? I said, I don't care. Oh, I just heard the guys in, oh boy. Eh, she seemed fine with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not thinking about the furniture delivery, because I thought it was Saturday. Then I thought it was Monday. How about Friday? What's that show? How about no... Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan (laughs) is, he says, access is channel 13, right? No, it's channel seven, standard definition, high definition, channel 70. (laughs) And the joke's on you, Jeff, the Stamps fan. He says, all Rod wants to know about the new bedroom furniture is what drawer is his. I don't even get one. Not one drawer in our bedroom. I'm in another room. I've been
0: annexed.
1: So it really doesn't matter to me when that bedroom furniture comes because I don't have one drawer in the room. Not one. Welcome home, honey. After <laughs> oh, I know. A couple of weeks. <laughs> From James Thrice uh, YouTube, on YouTube, he says, <laughs> quote, I don't care. Unquote. Rest in peace, Rod. Um, Habs for life says, how's that poll looking? Thanks for asking. Thanks for saving my banking. Says, uh, uh, so here's the poll question for capital automol, universal collision center. Which CFL rule is your hill to die on? If the CFL and XFL smush all together, what's the one rule you just will not stand for it being changed. And the runaway is three downs. I think Justin Dunk would agree. (laughs) I would too. Since he's the owner and operator of 3downnation.com, 3 Downs is winning by a mile. Mine is the Rouge. And yours was what, field size? Mine was 3 Downs. Yours was 3 Downs? Mine was 3 Downs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Craig Smith, our director of scouting, and Stacey Champagne, both writing in, access now HD channel 507. So, Friday night, we'll have the call. We're going to break and come back with overtime. Maybe a um, face-off. Yeah. What are we going to face off on? I don't know. Broadcast rights. Bedroom furniture. Bedroom furniture. Yeah. So, hey, you can keep it rolling through the break on YouTube and Facebook with comments. Prairie Mobile text line. That's all coming up right after this break. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV. Facebook and YouTube Live. And 24-hour sports talk for Sudsville Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com slash listen live.
0: Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. got something to say you want to add to the show what are you waiting for don't just sit there say something now back to the studio with rod hey welcome back everybody
1: we, we're gonna face off here coming up armando Moreno's watching in mexico city and he says rod is ranting a lot these days the reason for that is quite frank rod's rant well we got to get the sponsor mentions in right for bronco plumbing that's why mention rod sent you get 10 percent off people's stupidity, Armando, I'm okay with you not agreeing with me, but if you don't even know what you're talking about, I'm getting really tired of the stupidity of people. And, um, yeah. I've been turning my phone off at night because I'm just tired of... I'm, I'm, I'm talked out. I'm done dealing with people. Is yeah. that fair? Yeah. I'm okay if you don't agree with the CFL-XFL thing, but at least investigate a little bit. And a lot of these people do not understand... When you pull back the curtains of the CFL, there's no money there. So I don't want to sit and fight with people that think they know, but they don't. Anyways, I'm reading this on behalf of my good friend Perry Shockey, longtime Western Hockey League coach. Hey, hockey fans, we have former WHL player Ryan Smith, born and raised in Tabor, who is currently sidelined and could use some noise to get his story broadcast. We need a team effort to find this former athlete who now resides in Kelowna, a shiny new kidney, and put him back on his skates. His sons, Samson and Cedric, would love a chance for their dad to be healthy enough to show them some stick-handling moves. Do, you still, do we have the photo back there, Clark? Do I need to send it to you? Yeah, it's, he is a San Jose Sharks prospect. Here's a photo of him. Can you see him? Smiling, good-looking guy. A father and... The name is Ryan Smith. March ushers in National Kidney Month with World Kidney Day today. That's why I had to get this in on today. So there's no better time to bring awareness to the kidney journey of a well-deserving young father from BC who desperately needs a new kidney. And it goes on to detail his lengthy hockey career. But you can Google Ryan Smith kidney and you'll see the BC TV story on him. So just trying to shed some light on a guy that could use your help if possible here on World Kidney Day. And there you go, shocks. I don't get I don't rant when we're helping out people. No. Just dealing with numbskulls and there's a lot of them out there.
2: <laughs> yeah, surprisingly.
1: So we're facing off on how we're facing off on how the CFL and the XFL story is going to end, okay? It's been 25 hours since the story broke, and I came up with some information this morning that it's not the CFL and XFL partnering. It's the CFL and Firebird Capital. The Rock and his ex-wife. Heck of a story there. And they're saying, what I've been told, is that it's not the XFL. They're going to utilize everything that The Rock can bring to the Canadian Football League. I believe it's going to end in a full-on merger potentially up to a 20-team league, and let's go. It's the minor pro version of the American Hockey League. Fair? Franchises in both countries, players from all over the world. How is this a bad thing? Starting in 2022. Over to you, Darren DuPont. Agree or disagree?
2: I agree, but I think where we disagree, and you didn't say this, but I think they play Canadian rules. That's the difference. I think they... They do this. I think they adopt. I think the XFL controls it. I think the XFL, you know, The Rock and Danny Garcia, I think they stand to benefit financially from it, along with all the teams, of course. But they kind of own and run the business of the league. But it's Canadian football rules. It's the Grey Cup. It's the 100-plus year history of the Canadian Football League, all owned by the entity of, what would you call it, Firebird Consulting? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's who runs it. We told you the cash was going to come from somewhere. Yeah. We told you the cash had to come from somewhere. And it's The Rock and it's his ex-wife. The name's Danny? Danny. God bless the two of them. Those are the people whose feet you should be kissing for saving the Canadian Football League. Mm-hmm. And that's our face-off today for the Ultimate Fan Zone. They are your one-stop shop for the sports fans on your list. Visit the Man Cave downtown Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan or on Facebook, and the Mad Greek and Moose Jaw, available for licensed dining, takeout, or delivery. Head to the MadGreekEatery.com for more information. I see there's comments raging in the comments section about the Greek burger at the Mad Greek. Ooh. I haven't had that. I've had the pizza burger at the Mad Greek, and I'm not interested in moving off that. But um, I was on this podcast, I said, live in New York last night, the Off the Ball podcast, and they brought up the fact, Darren, that the XFL does not have a very good track record Whether you want to talk about why they folded twice, the fact is they've folded twice. So this goes further to me saying it can continue to be the CFL, maybe the Continental Football League, but there's absolutely no reason why you should have to get rid of the Grey Cup or any of the rules. I think we're really on to something here. Yeah, I really do. But I think it ends in a merger. But just like the NHL, when they went from 6 to 12 teams, Nothing changed other than the Leafs couldn't win a Stanley Cup under that format. But it was still the National Hockey League. Like, for instance, if, we're, if we were going into a full-on merger in 2021, 22, you could be billing this season as the last season. But nobody wants to do that. And who's kidding who? Since yesterday, I think we're all sitting here wanting to know what the godfather, John Lynch, thinks about this latest development. Well, that's Tomorrow. On a Flame Tech Football Friday, we've got Ian Furness of KJR Sports, Tech Se- Sports Talk Seattle with us, and Ryan Dinwiddie, the head coach of the Argos. See you tomorrow at noon Eastern right here on Game Plus.
0: <laughs> McFly, hello. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com.